Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. It's 6-12, cruise mornings with Stacey and Clayton. I'm pumped. Because it's Katie! Yes! Most people get paid halfway through the month, right? On the 15th. I know some people have the every second Friday set up or situation. But yeah. uh, most people, the 1st and the 15th or the 15th and the 30th. Whatever. Moral of the story, payday. Woo! But usually payday after bills is like... Boo. And that's it. Just one bleep. <laughs> just, just one little tiny... And that's it. <laughs> That's it. Because, it doesn't have the same feel as yeah. when you were like 25. No. Definitely because, not. Uh, payday traditions when you're younger versus when you're older. Like, do you have any payday traditions right now? Not really. Because direct deposit, like, I remember getting a paycheck. Oh, yeah. And having to go deposit your paycheck. Mm-hmm. It was like, haha, my money in my hands. Mm-hmm. Now the money just slips into your account. Mortgage gets paid. Property taxes come out. Few bills come out. I don't have, I don't even know what happens. The lore of payday has kind of gone away because of, so. because of automatic transfers and stuff like that. It's just, I miss that, getting the check, right? What I don't miss is having how much of your check got deducted right there in front of your face. Oh. I said deducted. I knew what you did ever you got it but i hated that part at least when you just look at your banking app like you have to click a few things in order to see that yep out of sight out of mind right yes. hey i'm not looking at that i'm not looking at how much money the government is robbing from me Income every two tax? weeks what's that no with that physical check you had to look at it and you yeah. were like no that's gross nah um when i was a kid our payday tradition like whenever my mom and dad got paid uh pizza Oh, nice. Boom. We got pizza. It was yeah. awesome. I don't know why. It was just a cool little tradition. We get home. Hey, guys. Pizza day. We got paid. That's hey, a good idea. I know. I like that. So if you do that, do a little treat yourself day, right? Because Skip the Because here's the thing. This is going to happen to you. No, not that. The, I messed up. Dang it. The little one? <laughs> the... There, that one. That's going to happen to you after all the bills get out. So yep. just, just treat yourself once on payday until that happens. We are Stacey and Clayton as the chief meteorologist here on Cruise Mornings. It's my duty to remind you once again, we have warmer temperatures coming this week. And it is my duty once again to remind you that it is a self-appointed chief meteorologist position. Absolutely it is. I have zero training. I'm reading off Environment Canada. But the experts are saying above average temperatures are going to be happening this week. And then it's going to be a pretty warm month in general. And it looks like we're getting a slow melt as well. Because we have a lot of snow uh, in and around Saskatoon. I'm just mm-hmm. putting it out there. And so it is important for it to melt properly. You don't want a fast melt and you don't want too slow of a melt. You want like just a right in the middle. Slow and steady wins the race, slow right? Slow and steady melt. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, we like even on the weekend there where it was nice for just like that one afternoon. That was nice. It melted so much. Mm-hmm. And now, again, just like when you are a homeowner, or if you have an establishment that you pay for, <laughs> the melt scares me. Mm-hmm. I get really worried about water in the basement or eaves troughs that are not doing their thing. And ice damming? What's an ice dam? I want to give a shout out to the guy on every block who goes out and chips the ice away from the drains and oh, the yeah. sewers. Yes. Every block has that one guy. It's 
never the person who lives in front of the sewer drain as well? No, he's three blocks away. He's like three blocks away, but he's just a great guy coming by with his sheer wood hockey stick, just going to town on that ice. Like, I love that guy. You're so worried about snow mold. If there's one thing I know about Stacy, it's that snow mold is like the devil to her. We got, it killed our a good chunk of our grass last mm-hmm. year because we had that big November dump, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking last winter, sorry. Yeah. And so now we've got, I've, I'm pretty sure we've got about four feet of snow on our front lawn. It's almost like the same amount. I feel like it's more, but I don't know. So what I want to start doing is when it's nice these next few days is like shovel the snow off my lawn onto the street so no. it can melt. No. No. It's going to melt in no, a day. No, you don't put snow on the street. I don't care if it's going to melt in two days. It's still two days of a nightmare on the road in no, front of your house. I'm not going to be able to move that much snow. I'm just talking like a couple shovels full. Slow and steady. Yeah. Couple shovels full here. Couple, couple shovels, shovels full, full there. there. Next thing you know, cars are getting stuck outside your house. I don't think that's going to happen. It's, I think but it's I just, am very worried about snow mold. I think it's a Saskatchewan rule. You just don't shovel snow well, on the street. It's a bylaw. It's also it's a bylaw. It's it's not just an unwritten rule. It's a rule. I know, but it's going to melt right away. Like, shoveling snow out onto the street when it's like minus 20, bad style. Yes. When it's plus 5 and it's going to melt in that afternoon, I'm, I'm okay with that. And here come the angry texts in <laughs> 3, 2... Happy Tuesday. Cruise mornings with Stacy and Clayton. The best day of the year is on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. I'm biased because I have red hair and I am a god on St. Patrick's Day. But uh, Coors Event Center... Oh, am I lying? A god? Yeah. Mm. On St. Patrick's Day, go to a bar with a redhead. Everyone will be like, <gasps> Leprechaun, here's a free beer. Everyone wants to be friends with the redhead on St. Patrick's Day because it gives their circle of friends street cred. Okay. It's the one day a year. Don't take this from me, okay? <laughs> oh, I won't. The one day a year where people aren't <laughs> kicking me and calling me creepy because I can't tan. Aww. Okay. Coors Event Center, they're having an awesome thing for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the Common Room, if you've never checked it out there, tons of cool games there. Pool, foosball, they got free games, free popcorn, pizza, they got gong show performing. Up at our Facebook page, four packet tickets. Could win a prize package from Patty's Irish Whiskey as well. Um, Cruise's Facebook page, check it out if you like free stuff in St. Patrick's Day. You know what I like? Diamonds. I find diamonds to be very beautiful. I don't even, you know what? No, that's, that's not even true. I have one diamond. It is on my Let's finger. Start. <laughs> I was, Take two. You know what? I just, it sounded so fake. I do like. Diamonds are okay. They're all right. <laughs> I mean, Sean did a great job when he bought my ring and I yes. love it. It's beautiful. Diamonds but, are a girl's acquaintance, according to Stacey yeah, Cooper. It's like a cousin twice removed. But really, when it comes to a diamond, you know how what goes into it, right? It's carbon or something compressed for ages at a hot temperature. And that's sure. how you get a diamond. You heard it here first, folks. You know what goes into a diamond? Me sitting there with a blank face. Sure. No. <laughs> but listen to this. Hidden Valley Ranch was very inspired by some guy who proposed to his fiance with a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. And they thought, you know what? Let's make a diamond out of powdered ranch dressing. Oh. And that's exactly what they did. They took the powdered ranch, heated it up to like 4,500 degrees, and compressed it under 400 tons of pressure for two months 
two months, boom, out pops a diamond. That's exactly how it worked. I had no idea. I saw a video once. This is once. insane. It was like a, a thing of charcoal. You put it in peanut butter for a couple days, and Ooh. it'll turn into like a diamond thing. Not yeah. a legit diamond, but it'll look like one. Because when you heat up the ranch powder, it turns into graphite, and graphite is what's needed to go into a diamond mm-hmm. press. So out pops this, no joke, gorgeous diamond that if Sean were to have given me, I would have been like, oh my God, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Not knowing it was made out of powdered ranch dressing. Now, here's the thing. Would that ruin the ring if you found out about it? Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. Because Sean could have told me that this ring cost $500 mm-hmm. and I would have been like, it's beautiful. Right. I, I don't, uh, like, I don't put the, you know, like, I don't care about the value. I think people judge other rings, but when it comes to their own, it's all about sentimental value. Like, your friends will look at the ranch dressing ring, wow, trashy. But to you, you're like, this is beautiful, this is the best, it's sentimental, right? It's what he picked. I think that's the case with rings. It's it's the outside pressure. It needs to be expensive. Because- <laughs> pressure. Because <laughs> that's what needed to make diamonds. Also, real quick, if this is the case with powdered ranch dressing, could you have, like, a hot chocolate ring? A taco seasoning ring. A seasoning salt ring. (laughs) Uh, Which seasoning salt brand are you going with? Lowry's. Obviously. We can't wait until Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people. It's time to air some grievances with Stacey and Clayton. Yeah, to the Cloverleaf at Highway 11 and Circle Drive. You're going to hear about it. Let's say you're coming back from Blackstrap and you live in Stonebridge. That's a nice relaxing merge, hey? Trying to time it with the other cars coming in hot there. Nice relaxing yield at the top there, too, once you get past that. Just merging onto one of the busiest stretches in the city. Good luck if you're heading eastbound on a weekday at 445. No one knows what they're doing. Some people treat that yield sign as a stop sign. Some people pretend like it doesn't even exist. They just sneak right in there like they're behind you at the grocery store. Cloverleaf, Highway 11 and Circle Drive. Stinks! The new pouring spout on milk cartons and cream containers. You're going to hear about it. You've seen them. The little white twist-off lid that's on the side of the carton? Why? What was wrong with the old spout back that we've been using since, like, the 50s? Sure, there is a very good chance you'd mangle that spout while you fought to open it, but the sharp, papery, pouring spout is just better. It feels right. Pouring out of the side of a carton just feels wrong. Not to mention, you never lose the lid on a spout. Spouts just close back up. Boom, done. These little white lids, I'm dropping them on the floor. They're rolling under the stove. It's stressful, and I'm not here for it. Yeah, those little white lids. You don't know what the hell you're doing! Uh, shout out to my wife, Brenly, who is listening right now because my dog puked at 6.05 this morning. Oh. Good girl, Kipper. Good girl, Kipper. Just getting us ready for the baby. There you go. Waking us up at all hours of the night to get us Tend ready for them. get us ready for little Randy Croker. Oh, Randy. Can't wait for little Randy to get here. You're not naming him Randy. I'm naming him Randy. I doubt it. He I will feel like be Brindley little Randy. He's going to have something to say about that. Then I can be like Jim Leahy. Randy. <laughs> Randy. Rand. Hey, uh, Rod Stewart coming to Saskatoon for a kick-ass cruise concert. Uh, it's so dark in here, I can't even see when he's when he's showing up. Oh, man. 
September 14th. You make fun of my eyes all the time. It's dark in here. And yet you can't even see the concert <laughs> board over there. When Rod Stewart is not wow. uh, touring the world as one of the best-selling musicians of all time, he likes to spend his spare time filling potholes on the roads around the house where he lives in um, Essex County in, in England there. he has. You, you pronounced it wrong. It's Essex County. Oh. Very proper. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, he's had some really bad potholes on the roads leading up to his house. It's been a problem for a while, so he decided to just take it upon himself and fix said potholes. Got a few lads together, got some gravel, and I don't know if they use cement, but there's pictures of him wearing a tracksuit and a high-vis vest filling potholes that's on what a you side do. road in the countryside of that, Essex. That's what you do when you fix potholes. Put on the tracksuit. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever you're most comfortable in. Adidas or RBK? today. What should I wear? Yeah, does. So yeah, uh, obviously it's making the press and uh, he was complaining because he apparently can't drive his Ferrari down that road anymore. If I had a nickel. You know what, dude? Look, if you're going to take it upon yourself mm-hmm. to do something nice for the people who you live around, don't mm-hmm. be complaining that you can't drive your Ferrari down the road. This is what I love about rock stars. They're just so relatable so to relatable. us. So relatable. They're just like us, Stacey. They're just like us. I mean, who hasn't been sitting at their house on a Saturday thinking, you know what? It would be real nice to take the old Ferrari out for a spin. But, but I don't those wanna, damn potholes. I don't want to wreck the suspension. It costs thirty grand to fix. Here's the thing, though. Uh, everyone's like, yeah, good on you, Rod. Well done. And the city or the council in mm-hmm. Essex is like, yeah, don't do that, please. We'll take care of it. Sorry it took so long, but please, you don't know how, you don't know what you're doing. We'll get to it in about four to eight months, yeah. okay? <laughs> Fun fact about CFL All-Star Andrew Harris, Stacy. Tell me. He also loves playing beer league hockey. Huh. In the offseason, he plays beer league hockey in Winnipeg. Yeah. Fun. Um, The other day, there was a refing shortage in the league that he plays in, Mm -hmm. much like every league out there. We've heard, yeah. More on that in a bit. So Andrew (laughs) Harris decided, hey, I'm going to ref this game. Nice. Apparently, he has his refing certification or something. I don't know, but he put on the stripes and he refed the game. And everyone in the comment section was like, oh, I wouldn't mess with that ref. He's pr- he's a big guy, hey? Oh, if he called me offside and I wasn't offside, I'd be like, no, I was offside. It's cool. You're right. You're right. You are absolutely right. And a light bulb went on over my head, Stacy. I think we just fixed the refing problem. What's because that? there's a refing problem in Canada right now. Mm-hmm. A refing problem, an umping problem, just a general problem with parents yelling at these teenagers because they missed an offside or a strike or something, right? Right. We need to have enforcer referees big guys big guy referees right because everyone's like oh i wouldn't mess with andrew harris if he was the ref so do we just get a bunch of former like mma fighters and former football players and hey you're a ref now no one's gonna be yelling at a a former most outstanding canadian on the (laughs) ice right like he'll beat your lights in if you yell at him right Maybe the ref doesn't even need to be that, though. Maybe we just have, like, a bouncer for the rink. 
Oh, yeah. I know it's sad that it's come to this. It's actually kind of depressing to talk about. But if we just had one big dude sitting in the corner of every single rink, like at ACT. No, put him on skates. A bouncer put him on, on skates, skates. But he's got to be in the crowd, right? Like he's got to be in the crowd monitoring the parents. Oh, so put I him see by what the you're stands. saying. Like, just put him by like the door of the arena, like every bouncer. He put his, you know, his cross his arms. Yeah. Put his hands under his biceps so they look bigger, right? We all know the trick. And then if a parent says something, he just looks over there. That's a warning. Hey. That's a warning. It's sad that, that we need that, but I know, it's a great idea. But you don't mess with the bouncer at a bar, right? You That's behave true. at a bar because the bouncer's going to mess you up. People at rinks, there are no consequences. There yeah. are no consequences for a ref being a jerk face or a ref being a jerk face. There are a no fan. a fan being a jerk face to a ref. There's no consequences. That's true. Throw in some consequences, it'll stop right away. Just a big dude in the corner <laughs> going like this. Oh, yeah? It was offside, but how about you shut up about it? The kid's 14 years old. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> I like it. Bouncers for the for the rink? Yay? Nay? Sure. Again, very sad it's come to this. <laughs> Here's the scenario, Stacey. Um, you just took a nap, as you do every single day. We are team nap here on Cruise Mornings. <laughs> uh, you wake up, and your go-to group chat, like the one with all your closest friends, uh, it has 94 messages. Oh, boy. 94 unread messages. Are you going through and reading every single one? Are you quickly skimming them? Are you just marking them all as red? Are you just leaving them? What are you doing? I woke up actually on Saturday morning on this weekend um, to 120 missed text messages from my group chat of girlfriends, the Murderinas. Oh, yeah. And I went back and read them. Every single one? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you do that? Because I don't want to miss out. I've got FOMO. I don't yeah. want to miss out on jokes. I don't want to miss out on cute pictures. I don't want to miss out on questions or comments. I don't want to miss out. Plus, so, in the text, they were like, ha, ah, Stacey's going to wake up in the morning to like so many missed messages. And I did. Every single time? Like, what if you start reading them and you realize the topic you don't care about? Are you going to do that? Why would I not care about? They're my best friends. Don't make me feel bad here, okay? Oh, you should feel bad. I don't feel... <laughs> My friends and I, we're different. We talk about useless stuff. Our group chat is just ugh. Ours is also useless, but we are hilarious. And that's what I love is the back and forth between each other. Everyone. The comments, the zingers, the gifs, all of it. Everyone thinks their group chat is hilarious. Guaranteed it's not. Guaranteed ours isn't. Ours is so unfunny. Well, ours is just NFL news. Maybe you should speak for yourself. We're big fantasy footballers, right? Like, we mm-hmm. love fantasy football. So all of our group chat is just NFL.com. We have some friends who think that they're like NFL reporters in our group <laughs> chat. That they're breaking the news. Yeah. <gasps> you guys are never going to believe it. Deshaun Watson might keep going. Yeah, we know. Adam Schefter, an actual NFL reporter, just tweeted it, man. <laughs> That's how we that's how we treat our group chat. So do you breaking come, sports news. Do you come back with like old news, buddy? Oh yeah. Yeah, you See, gotta, that's the thing. Uh, the guys group chat just littered with chirps, littered with insults. See, and that's the difference between I I don't mm-hmm. want to say out of all of them, but like guys and girls, our chats are about different things. True. It's just I always do like the quick skim, like a like a what's that word? The phrase quick read. You know how people proofread? Not proofread. Speed read. Speed read. Speed read. I, spree- I speed scroll, if that makes sense. Speed scrollers? Anyone else? No? Bueller? You're missing out. Bueller? I'm the only awful friend yes. here. Cool.
procrastinating is something I am very good at. I can put anything off. Trust me. It's it's a skill. It's not a great skill. Putting things off doesn't do you any good. And then you get stressed out. And then all of a sudden you've got a bunch of things to do because you've been putting them off for so long. And it's an endless cycle. And it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Here's a tip. Apparently, to eliminate procrastination, it's called the three-minute rule. And if you want to get stuff done pick a task that you just don't want to do and do it for three minutes they say and in that three minutes if you don't like what you're doing anymore stop what you're doing Mm -hmm. and then you've at least started it and tried it and then chances are within that three minutes you're going to be like you know what turns out i can clean the bathroom (laughs) or whatever your situation happens to be stacy has been bashing this idea all morning by the way why don't you like this because procrastination is like putting off just the start of something Mm -hmm. i can't even if i'm putting something off i'm not even going to start it for three i'm not even going to start it for a minute i know okay so i'm going to put it off your big thing is you don't want to start it right exactly this three minute rule thing that solves that problem it makes you start it how does it make me start it because you're like oh i don't want to do anything but the three minute rule says i have to pick one thing and do it for three minutes once you start doing it you realize oh this isn't that bad but how do you start it? Like because the three-minute rule tells you to start it. I, who's he telling me what to do? Because if you live by the three-minute rule, like if you live by this ideology, right? Okay, I just have to pick one thing I don't want to do and start doing it for three minutes. Uh, by minute one or two, you're going to be like, oh, I was just worried about starting it. It's actually not that bad. The three-minute rule tricks you into starting something. I get, I get that. And then that. once you're into the process of doing it, oh, now I don't have to worry about starting it because I've already started it. I guess I have to take that three-minute rule and Mm -hmm. accept it first instead of being like, this isn't going to work. Exactly. You're not starting the three-minute rule. That's what, again, you need something to help you start the three-minute rule that helps you start. We're in a starting inception wheel right now. We can't get out of it. It's brutal. Shall we, Stacey? Yeah, we shall. Okay, first one's from Greg. Um, this is this is a great one. Poison, unskinny bop. Greg hears unskinny bop. Little poodle, little poodle, little poodle. Who's a good boy? I know. You know what really fits in a rock song? Little poodles. Oh, yeah. It goes hand in hand. If there was a breed of dog out there that rocked the hardest, it would obviously be poodles. Clearly. Clearly. It's the poster child for rock music. (laughs) Uh, The actual lyrics, unskinny bop. And it's really interesting because those words in a song where it's at the end and the artist is just kind of doing whatever, Mm -hmm. they're hard to track down. But I think it is look good, look good, look good. It's a poodle. No one knows what it is. Uh, The next one, this one is from Tom Prince, 1999. Um, Tom hears 2000-00 party ovaries out of time. Oh. 2000-00 party ovaries. They're a real downer. Because when I think of parties, the first thing that comes to mind... Ovaries. No. <laughs> the actual lyrics, uh, 2000 party over oops out of time. 
All right, the last one. Uh, Jennifer, the police. Every breath you take, she hears, I'm a pool hall ace. Stop bragging about it. I know, that's God. pretty. God. doesn't shut up about how good he is a pool. God. I'm a pool hall ace. You want to you wreck him up? No. I'm like Uncle Phil in that episode of Fresh Prince. <laughs> Actual lyrics, how my poor heart aches. Grab Lucille. Oh, yes. Because Will's in. getting... Yeah. He's getting owned by the actual pool shark, the pool hall ace, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then in comes Uncle Phil. Nice. Oh, what a good show. Uh, miss you, Uncle Phil. Um, what were we doing again? Confused lyrics. No, that's just, it. That's all. I'm just thinking of funny Fresh Prince moments. If you have a confused lyric oh, yeah. for us, mornings at cruisefm.com. Mm-hmm. Call or text. When are we doing this again, Clayton? Uh, we're doing it Friday at 810. Okay. Gas prices, ridiculous. We know that. There is still that rumor that the prices are supposed to go down by like 12 cents. Yeah. When sheep week. learn how to type. <sighs> I hope that happens. I hope sheep learn how to type because it's ridiculous. I still haven't had to fill yet since I did last time. And last time was only like a... I forget how much I had to fill in my tank, so I'm scared. I'm scared to go get gas. But regardless, uh, the situation we're in right now, because of the gas prices, bike sales through the roof. Public transportation, tickets and passes through the roof. Those bikes that also have like a a little electric motor or engine on them there where you can take a break. Yeah, I love those things. That's the kind of bike I like to ride. I know. The lazy man's bike right there. Uh, So bike sales are through the roof. Mm -hmm. It's a shame that no one has anywhere to ride these bikes <laughs> well yeah it's not this is not prime bike no, riding weather that's no. for sure but um, with the amount of bikes that are out there maybe this will i don't know encourage us to be more of a cycling city and we're not talking bike lanes by the way we're not mentioning the bl word here okay uh it's just the sidewalks in general are a nightmare like everything yeah. is icy right now in saskatoon well, you shouldn't be riding on the sidewalks Clayton. Uh, obviously i don't ride anywhere because i don't own a bike stacy you don't have a bike <laughs> i don't own a bike i I haven't owned a bike since I was like 17 years old. What? I sit here and I'm like, yeah, bike lanes. I don't even own a bike. <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I'm so Because I'm not shocked. a hypocrite, Stacey. I, okay. am not, I am for the bike lanes, even though I don't own a bike. I would never use them. I just think 10 years down the road, we are going to want to need these bike lanes. But that's you, just one that's, man's opinion. That's, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Also, we just screwed up royally so bad with those first bike lanes. The first edition of the bike lanes was like the first edition of any video game console. So many bugs, so many screw-ups, <laughs> so many glitches. You just had to scrap it and start over, right? Now, you mentioned bike lanes. Everyone immediately negative thoughts. It's ruined forever here, right? Good things do take time. If done properly, it would have been great. Uh-huh. And now look, everyone wants to buy a bike because gas prices are so high. But there's nowhere to ride them. There's nowhere to oh. ride the bike. Bikes. We kicked ourselves in the butt, Stacey. <laughs> it's just... Oh, remember when we were talking about bike lanes literally every second day? Wait till the summer rolls around. It's been around. a couple years. That's the one thing about the pandemic. No one's I been guess. mentioning bike lanes. We've been worrying about actual things that matter. <laughs> Stacey and Clayton. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on Cruise. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.